What's up, guys? Nick Scripp here, NFL content lead for Fantrax. This is officially the P2W Fantasy Podcast, here talking the 2024 NFL Draft Class. I have a handful of players whose profiles I've looked into, put out some graphics on already. This podcast serves as more of an introduction to some of these guys. It's not diving super deep into their profiles. It's not critiquing them as prospects. It's not looking at, you know, super advanced metrics or anything, but, you know, if you're like me and you don't dive into college football or watch college football consistently as we are in the offseason, you know, we, we start to look at this incoming class, but maybe we're not familiar with the names. Maybe we aren't familiar with the baseline information for these guys, and that's what I have for you here today. I have a handful of prospects, and it's the introduction to these guys as we hit the NFL draft and learn landing spots, and hear more about prospects. Then we get to differentiate the prospects from one another and figure out who we want to target in our fantasy football dynasty league drafts and eventually redraft season. But again, just an introduction. So first guy on the list here, likely going to be, it's almost a lock. It's probably 99.9%. The number one pick in the NFL draft, Caleb Williams. Is he going to go to Chicago? Will they trade that pick for a haul? Won't get into the uh, opinion of mine for that, but Caleb Williams is looked at as a very, very heavy prospect profile. We're looking at a guy that is regarded as one of the better quarterback prospects we've seen in a while. You know, how we looked at Trevor Lawrence as a prospect, we probably look to a similar light, you know, at as Caleb Williams. So 4,537 passing yards in 2022, paired with 42 passing touchdowns, 3,633 passing yards paired with 30 passing touchdowns in 2023. He's had some seasons where he's rushed for 442, 382, and 142 rushing yards, uh, double-digit rushing touchdowns the last two seasons. He holds USC single-season records in many different categories. I can bore you with you know listing all of those, but he's basically been USC's best quarterback ever, and they've had a lot of good prospects through time. 2022, he won the Heisman Trophy Award, uh, record-setting unanimous first-team All-American, Maxwell Award winner in 2022 and semifinalist in 2023, led the nation in passing touchdowns in 2022 and ranked number three in passing yards that year. Elite arm talent, makes plays, and he's accurate at all three levels. He plays well under pressure, and it's been noted that he had below-average O-line, which makes him ready for any NFL situation. Dual threat skill set, mobile in the uh, pocket, scrambles when he's needed. Solid throwing on the run, making plays off balance. He's a leader, high IQ, downfield vision, playmaker. You know, in super flex leagues, he should be drafted number one. Maybe number two if people want to reach on one of the other guys I'll talk about here. But he's, he's, he's a guy that should translate well for fantasy football at the end of the day. Is a, again, very heavy profile prospect. Next guy I want to get into, we'll stick with the quarterbacks here, is Jaden Daniels. So Jaden Daniels is out of LSU, Heisman Trophy winner in 2023. He won a ton of awards, including you know being a consensus All-American, SEC Offensive Player of the Year, and many more. If we look at the last two seasons with LSU, he actually played or was part of Arizona State for three years before his last two seasons at LSU. Uh, 2,913 passing yards, 3,812 passing yards, 2022 and 2023. Huge jump in passing touchdowns from 22 to 23, those 17 to 40. He also rushed 
for heavy yardage uh, the last uh, three seasons, really uh, 7'10", 885, and 1134, double-digit rushing touchdowns the last two seasons. The only player in FBS history to pass for 12,000 yards and rush for 3,000 through 55 games. Ranks highly for LSU for the quarterback position, number one or number two in a, a couple different categories there. Uh, 2023 was number five in passing yards, number one in yards per attempt, number two in passing touchdowns, number one in passer rating, and number one in rushing yards for the quarterback position. High athletic ability, speed, agility, plus arm strength. Pocket management evades pressures and moves around the pocket well. Arm strength allows him to make plays at all three levels. Deep ball accuracy creates plays. He's effective throwing on the run. Electric runner. He's the epitome of a dual-threat quarterback, which is evident by his statistics. And when we look at fantasy football, you know, I, I think we, we want these guys that can do both at a high level. We want these guys that can be the next... Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, uh, that have the dual threat ability. You know, he, he's a guy maybe you look at statistically in college is saying, hey, he had good statistics through the air and good statistics on the ground. That should relate, you know, and translate well to fantasy football. The other quarterback to mention is Drake May. A lot of people have Drake May going number two or as the number two quarterback off the board. Um, most of the mocks I've seen have, you know, been that way. Could there be a case that Jaden Daniels is the second quarterback off the board? I, I think so. Uh, I think for fantasy football purposes, there's more appeal, in my opinion, to Jaden Daniels than there is to Drake May. But Drake May is said to be the second quarterback off the board. Uh, Manning Award finalist in 2023 and 2022. ACC Player of the Year in 2022. First team all ACC in 2022. Second team in 2023. He had his biggest season in 2022, and then he dropped off a little bit in 2023, 4,321 passing yards, and then 3,608 passing yards, seven, I'm sorry, uh, 38, and then 24 touchdowns of the last two seasons. Another mobile guy, 698 rushing yards, and then 449 the last two seasons. Became the sixth quarterback since 2010 to post 4,000 passing yards and 35 passing touchdowns, 650 rushing yards, and seven rushing touchdowns in 2022. Number four in passing yards and tied for number five in passing touchdowns back in 2022. Single season UNC records for different categories. Uh, dual threat quarterback, quick for his 6'4", 230 frame. You know, you look at Jaden Daniels, built much differently than uh, Drake May. He's got a much more solid base to him, but he has some some mobility to you know him as well. Pocket presence plus running upside, accuracy across all three levels. Big arm, he can push the ball down the field deep. Solid throwing off balance and under pressure. Noted poor O line play, kind of similar to uh, Caleb Williams, and that O line play was was poor in that 2022 season, which is what you know is, is the season he had his, his his big one, right? It was his best season, but he had poor O line play reportedly. Uh, prototype quarterback is what they note for Drake May. Let's talk about Brock Bauer. So uh, the number one tight end prospect in this year's draft, and a lot of people think he might be the number one tight end prospect maybe ever. You look at Georgia, they've been 42-2 and two the last three seasons, and he's been the guy for them during those years. 882, 942, 714 receiving yards the last three seasons. He averaged 4.38 receptions, 63.45 receiving yards, and 0.65 receiving touchdowns through 40 games at Georgia. 2022 and 2023, John Mackey Award winner, which is given to the nation's best tight end. 2023, unanimous All-American first team. 
Solid long speed. He can stretch the field, athletic build and traits, explosive, high motor and energy after the catch upside due to the combination of creativity and physicalness, elite ball skills and great hands. Top five overall pick potential. A lot of box have him going number five to the Chargers. That would be a dream for fantasy football to be tied to Justin Herbert, especially knowing, you know, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, those guys, Austin Eckler may not be there, but the three of those guys are, are older guys. Uh, but Brock Bowers, a lot of people regard him statistically as the best tight end prospect we may have ever seen. So with high draft capital, that kind of just pairs with it. A lot of people regarded Kyle Pitts as this amazing prospect, and I think Brock Bowers, you can argue, is a better prospect than Kyle Pitts. We'll talk about this year's wide receiver one, Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State. A lot of people have been excited for him to enter the NFL across the last uh, two seasons. Those seasons, 1,263, 1,211 receiving yards back-to-back -back years with 14 touchdowns so again heavy heavy production for two seasons um ranked number 10 in 2023 and number six in 2022 for receiving yards in college football Belenikoff award winner in 2023 and finalist in 2022 big 10 offensive player of the year and wide receiver of the year in 2023 big 10 wide receiver of the year in 2022 unanimous first team all-american in 2023 just like the production of Marvin Harrison Jr. at Ohio State has been alarming the last two years. You know, when we look at guys coming into the league and having a lot of expectations as these high draft picks, you look at the Jamar Chases of the world, you look at um, maybe what some people thought C.D. Lamb was, uh, just, just these heavy, heavy wide receiver prospects, Marvin Harrison Jr. is next man up. Extremely productive resume, like we talked about, elite athletic attributes, alpha wide receiver DNA, agile footwork, effective route running and skill set, uh, great hands, flexibility with playing both out wide and inside the slot, deep threat, he's lengthy at 6'4", but he plays even bigger, high IQ, committed and works hard as a blocker, he is an alpha wide receiver, he just screams fantasy football wide receiver one, he screams, you know, future dynasty top five sort of player. Next on the list is the wide receiver two for many in this draft class. It's Malik Neighbors out of LSU. Back-to-back -back seasons over 1,000 receiving yards. In 2023, it was 1569 and 14 touchdowns. He finished number two in receiving yards and tied for number three in receiving touchdowns for college football this past year. Boletnikoff Award finalists in 2023. First-team All-SEC in 2023. Citrus Bowl MVP. Uh, you look at Neighbors. Explosive route running and acceleration. Speed getting vertical and high leaping ability. Ball tracking skills make him a deep threat. Effective working outside and inside. Yards after catch upside. He's a playmaker. This guy just had an explosive 2023, but he also had a very... Um, uh, notable 2022 on top of that. There's some people that believe that he is in the same tier as Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. being the one and him two in the same tier as prospects. Some people think they might be in different tiers, but I think it's clear across the board right now that Malik Neighbors is the wide receiver two in this year's NFL draft class. And I don't think there's a ton of debate. You know, the combine can change things slightly, but just looking at the production of him at LSU, Malik Neighbors could be a force in fantasy football. Let's talk about uh, Rome Adunze. Rome Adunze. So you look at Malik Neighbors, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I think Rome Adunze out of Washington is uh, probably consensus wide receiver three right now. 
back-to-back heavy productive seasons in the receiving yard department. 75 catches for 1145 receiving yards and seven touchdowns in 2022. 92 catches for 1,640 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns in 2023. He led college football in receiving yards and ranked six in receptions, tied for six in receiving touchdowns this past year in 2023. Bletnikoff Award finalists in 2023. First team all Pac-12, 2023 and 2022. All-American first team uh, for various uh, organizations, I guess you could say, AP, PFF, CBS Sports, The Athletic. 434 uh rumored speed. Obviously that gets cleared up with a combine. Uh 6'3 frame. You pair those together, elite athlete, attacks the ball, makes acrobatic catches, plus catch radius, body control, consistent ball tracking skills, deep vertical threat wide receiver, physical presence with yards after the catch abilities, yards after catch upside, makes him a playmaker. Um, Roma Dunze is, is a guy that is very interesting. I think he can be slotted as a top 10 pick. I think he's the wide receiver three. I think that with these guys that are all, you know, top 10 potential wide receivers, that's a lot of, uh, heavy fantasy football implications there. We talked about Malik neighbors out of LSU. Let's talk about Brian Thomas Jr. Uh, another guy that should be a first round draft pick. So if I had to rank the wide receivers today, it's Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik neighbors, Roma Dunze and then Brian Thomas Jr. Finished 2023, number 13 in receiving yards and number one in receiving touchdowns for college football. And that was with Malik Neighbors having that heavy, productive season. So in 2023, Brian Thomas Jr. had his big season. He didn't have a you know a big season prior to that, but 1,177 receiving yards, 17 receiving touchdowns. Second team All-SEC, strong stop and start, change of direction, tracks the ball downfield well, deep threat upside, uses a 6-4 lengthy frame to his advantage, acceleration plus top speed, agile and body control, red zone threat, touchdown upside, which is evident by him leading the nation in receiving touchdowns this, uh, this past season with that 17 like I noted. So Brian Thomas Jr. had a big, big 2023 season. I think he's a guy that can hit the combine and really smoke it and, and, and truly climb draft boards for NFL teams. I think, you know, could he be a wide receiver one for a team one day? Maybe, maybe, but you know, this kind of reminds me of like a T Higgins sort of guy. Um, you know, I'm not sure if that's a great comp, but, uh, just a, a big, you know, big playmaker, big touchdown scorer. Uh, he really, uh, raised eyebrows in 2023. And the last, uh, wide receiver we'll talk about here, uh, another guy that could, be drafted in the first round, maybe drafted in the early second round is Troy Franklin out of Oregon. So 891 and then 1,383 receiving yards the last two seasons, 61 and 81 catches, nine and 14 touchdowns. So, you know, if you look at his three seasons, one thing we can note about Troy Franklin, he's grown in all three of them. He's progressed statistically in all three seasons. Number six in receiving yards in 2023 and tied for number three in receiving touchdowns for college football. First team all Pac-12 in 2023, second team in all uh, in, in 2022. Blednikov semifinalist in 2023. Elite speed and downfield separation, quick route running. He keeps his speed while separating. He doesn't waste movements, can operate both out out wide and inside the slot. Lengthy 6-3 frame as to his speed makes him a guy that can make bigger plays, right, with that combination. Yards after catch upside, catch and run scoring threat, consistent statistical production, progress like we noted early on. Troy Franklin is going to be an interesting prospect because I think that, you know, he's a guy that 
has the potential to land in a better situation than some of these other guys. You know, I, unless there's a big trade, I don't think Malik Neighbors is going to land in Buffalo or Kansas City. But can Troy Franklin at the end of the first land in one of those two teams? There's a chance. A lot of mocks say that. So that will raise his fantasy football stock for sure if that happens to be the case. But that'll do it for these prospects. Again, if I'm, if I'm ranking these guys I've talked about, uh, Caleb Williams, number one, for fantasy football purposes, Caleb Williams, number one, Jaden Daniels, number two, Drake May, number three, for the quarterback position, three guys that could be drafted within the first top five. Brock Bowers, you know, amazing prospect for the tight end position, uh, huge fantasy football implications. Wide receiver-wise, Marvin Harrison Jr., just an elite prospect the last two years. We're talking a guy that can be, you know, a clear, clear wide receiver one in the league this year. Uh, a clear, clear, uh, I'm sorry, in 2024, a clear guy that could be a top five, maybe dynasty wide receiver over time. Him, number one, Malik Neighbors, number two for the wide receiver position. A lot of people very excited for him and what he could bring for fantasy football. Number three, Roma Dunze. Number four, Brian, uh, Brian Thomas Jr. And then number five, uh, we got Troy Franklin. So, Introduction to a couple of those guys there, maybe some guys you already knew, maybe some new names to uh, be aware of, but as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft, we'll get deeper here, we'll talk more, and then once the NFL draft happens, we will talk about who you should target, who you should prioritize, what the ranks these guys have for fantasy football as far as the rookie class and dynasty fantasy football in general, but thanks for tuning in, guys, and make sure if you like this and you heard it, subscribe for more stuff. Enjoy the weekend.